When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Excuse me, I'm sorry, damn. Peace and blessings, blessings and peace. How y'all feeling? Thank you for joining me for a peaceful moment. Thank you for being a part of this this, this crusade, this conquest. This, I don't even know what this is anymore. This is like a, it's a walk in the park. It's just me having fun. I think that's really that all that matters. But if you want to hit me up, if you want to get closer to the podcast, remember... Peaceful underscore podcast on Instagram and peaceful underscore podcast on Twitter. I'm always available. I always can take questions. Going back through my catalog of episodes that I've recorded with different people, I started to notice that I have some really good content lined up and I was just too afraid to post it. So this episode is dedicated to teachers and the trauma that they give us. I have my good friend Kathy Cuevas. And Mel underscore took them. Mel took them. That's my photographer. If you ever see the picture of me on the podcast cover art, she took that photo. So when you see that picture, always think of Mel. So I need you to do sit back, relax, and be peaceful. We gotta talk about aging on the podcast one day. Because you know why they said why old men wear their pants up so high? Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> they said as you get older, your body starts to change shape. And your waistline, your stomach hangs over your uh, your waistline now. So it's either you wear your pants like this, below, uh. below your stomach, or on your stomach. <laughs> I feel like I do that already. <laughs> it's like, so you have to choose. When you're trying to hide the fupa? Yeah. That's what I call it. <laughs> My friends hate that word, uh, fupa. <laughs> not the fupa. Oh, um. I wish I had some well, orange juice. Today's the first uh, day of the dead. Because um, it's days of the dead. So it's the 31st because it's all Hallow's Eve. First, November 1st is uh, Children's Souls Day. And you're celebrating uh, children who died or commemorating them. And then November 2nd is All Souls Day. So that's like the main day. Whoever, whoever's up there for us. Yeah, whoever, we have to remember them. Whoever that, whoever has passed away. You know, like, this sounds so bad, right? But I always, um, always loved the holiday. I always did. But Coco? Great it turned up the I saw it the other day. I was asking my mom about the whole... Like, because I wasn't sure if it was like which which one was like Children's Day and which one was All Souls Day. Like, if it was first mm-hmm. or second, and um, and she couldn't remember either. No cap. So I had to look it up. But I was talking to her about it, and she's like, "You know what? Let's watch Coco." Mm-hmm. And we watched it in the living room in the morning. We get off topic really fast. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's probably me. I probably bring we- something up. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have your own scheduled podcast for the month. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, like, every third podcast of the month is Kathy's podcast. You know what I mean? Because, like, damn, Kathy. <laughs> Mukbang with Kathy. Hell yeah. Mukbangs with Kathy. Oh, <laughs> I know that. Right. <laughs> Kathy, before we get started talking about our traumas with teachers, tell the people where they can find you and any projects you're working on. You're going to have to say that whole shit again. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, my God. You should yeah, see me when I'm t- filming. You <laughs> <laughs> should see me Alright, so my name's Kathy Cuevas. You can find me at, at Kathy underscore Cuevas on all platforms. So mm-hmm. be it Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, I'm Kathy Cuevas. That's C-A-T-H-Y underscore C-U-E-V-A-S. 
And currently I'm working on my uh, newest short film, Sweet Dreams. It is a horror thriller, more of a thriller. It's about two girls that find a jewelry box at a thrift shop. Mm-hmm. It's a magic jewelry box that transports them to a very strange park, and they have to learn to escape it from the shopkeeper that is trying to keep them trapped there um, to escape, yeah, trying to escape it. Mm-hmm. I can't wait, because Penumbra was great. Ooh, hopefully it'll be good. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be fucking amazing. And you know why it's going to be good? Because you liked it enough to share it with us. So we don't have a choice but to like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's going to be critics, obviously. Yeah. Me. <laughs> but it's like, it's great. All right. So if y'all don't know, Kathy, Kathy is one of my, I don't know what to call you. You're like one of my, my star friends. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, my st- like, you know, we got the stars in the sky. Like, that's Kathy. You know what I mean? Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You like those, because you know you have friends on the ground. Mm-hmm. The friends like that's on the ground with you. Mm-hmm. And then some friends are in the sky for you. Oh. And then some friends are in the stars. You're in the stars, Kathy. Oh. Yeah. That you means a lot. Thank you. You got your soldiers, your pilots, and your astronauts. I've never thought about it like that. You yeah. an astronaut, Kathy. Oh, thank it's- you. <laughs> All right. So, but we're talking about our childhood trauma. First things first, let's talk about teachers. Mm-hmm. So, um, teachers don't understand the impact that they have on kids' lives. They don't understand that, like, children are very receptive of their of their mood, their energies. Very impressionable. Like, everything in a room affects a child, like, mm-hmm. by the colors, the type of lighting, where the room is. I remember when I was in a uh, class... And we had, um, so I went to Royal Palm Elementary School, right? There were some classrooms that were inside of the building, and there were some classrooms that were next to, it was like on a separate building, but it faced the street. Okay. The building faced the street. Our windows faced the street. Okay. And in front of the building was like was trees, and it was like a bunch of flowers this, all over. This is like a building, right? Not like a module or a portable? It's a building. So it was a two-story oh. building. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was a beautiful thing for me to see. You know, like, I can watch the sunrise in the morning because we could just get school butt fucking early. Yeah. At ass crack of dawn. I don't know how we did that. Why the fuck were they making us doing that? Oh my God. I guess they wanted us to have the afternoon to ourselves. Or like, I don't know why. I think that starts with, like, farming back in, like, the early. I think so. Mm-hmm. America's so fucked up. <laughs> we're just a fucked up nation. <laughs> it's just like, damn. Like, y'all didn't think about this, but it was just a beautiful thing just to see, like, see the street, the cars driving by, just to know that, like, there's a world outside of this classroom. And I, I, I used to love when we had school outside or we used to do, like, science experiments outside. Mm-hmm. You just felt really good. Mm-hmm. But to keep a child cramped up inside of a, a fucking box all day, that's awful. You know? School was not easy for me because, like, I'm a really smart kid, but if I'm not comfortable... I can't do anything. Yeah, man. That's the real ironic thing about school is that it's more so to see... It's more so testing your... Can you hear that? But yeah, school is more so testing your conformability rather than your intellectual aptitude. Period. Because a lot of people can't... You know you know how they say college isn't for everyone? I feel mm-hmm. like school, public school definitely isn't for half of the people that go there. Exactly. That shit was so hard for me. Like, you want me to sit down and read this book? Cool. But then, why am I reading this book? Mm-hmm. Like, at least set up... I wish teachers would, would set up, like... Set it up for us, right? Like, say, like, we're studying this book because it has themes of this, 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 this. And in the future, you'll need this. And, like, just read this book and then we'll have a test on it. Like, for what, though? This, like, I'm not... Why this book, though? That's my, where my mind goes. That's like, good. Why do I have to read this why, book? What are the reasons we're reading this? Yeah, what well, are, I couldn't read like a... What are we getting from this? What are we... What's the enrichment? Especially like Shakespeare? <laughs> Shakespeare was weird. I didn't like Shakespeare. <laughs> it was it was weird vibes all day. <laughs> like, I think I know times were different back then, but it was just like, what is going on here? It was like he was just trying to do the most... That's it. He was just trying to do the most in all his plays. And because it was so far back then, it was like, oh. But now I'm like. Yeah. The world was completely different back then. Mm-hmm. Kind of crazy. So let's start off. 
you have any childhood trauma teacher stories, Kathy? Okay. Should we say the same story as last time? That's what I can think of right now. Mm, choose something different. Choose something different. Um, okay, I'll do something different, but with the same, not the same teacher, but same subject. So, <laughs> what, I was su- what really subject bad was it? Spanish. I, I just hated the, the subject like of Spanish so much because in I went to middle, elementary school in Miami. Mm-hmm. They divide us up into, because there's a lot of Latino, Hispanic uh, kids there. So they already know Spanish. So they would divide us into speaking and like non-speakers. Non-speakers, they actually teach you basic Spanish and like the speakers, they teach you basic grammar of Spanish. And I was always like know enough to like be lumped into the Spanish speakers, but like I was like keeping my head above water with like a lot of it. <laughs> like a lot of my teachers that I would end up I getting know that's right. didn't like me because like I would speak such crude Spanish. But um, no, yeah, I like all f- I would say five. Yeah, it was five years. All five years of like elementary, I would like try to make my like try to get sick on purpose. So I, I would I would like lick things and I would like put my <laughs> mouth on things like <laughs> so that I could like get sick so I wouldn't have to show up for like a Spanish test. You was like, out here licking tables. <laughs> <laughs> no, well lick it was more windows. so it was more so like because you know I I have like three other siblings and like you know kids are gross to begin with. So I like it was more so like when my brothers were sick if they were like drinking out of a cup I would drink out of like purposely drink out of that same cup so I could get their oh, germs. Oh, at home. Yeah, at home. I not at, you... no, no, not at school. No, it would it would be at home. Yeah. I, I just... thought you meant you was at a school licking shoes <laughs> no. and mops no, and no. dish detergent. It was more so like oh like you know just kid stuff like you would like mm-hmm. drop a candy on the floor and you pick it up and you eat it stuff like that. I know it's gross. But it's like, <laughs> like stuff that's children kids do. do. That's yeah. kids. That's what kids do. Let me not judge you. But yeah, because <laughs> I, I was... would try to like, and I would get actually get sick a lot because of stuff like that. And like, there was oh, a couple times though. where, <laughs> yeah, where I was like, where it seemed like I was at my deathbed. I never worried about like dying, but I guess my older sister would be because she would told me she told me stories about what happened like back then. She's like, yeah, man, I thought you were gonna kick really? the bucket. I was like, damn. But now. I'm strong because my immune system is very strong from that. Mm. So I'm not saying to, I'm not condoning it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's what, no, yeah, I would just not, I would hate like showing up to school too. Because I was really anxious because I was also very Mm under-socialized because I would only hang out with my my brothers and sister. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't really interact with other children. So like interacting with other children at the beginning was really difficult. It's that um, what is it called? How do they, how do uh, Spanish people say it? You don't know what's happening. Una nunca sabe. That's right. Well, that's more so for like a sleeping over. Mm-hmm. I've never had a sleepover yeah, until I was like in college, where I would sleep over at people's places. Una nunca sabe. Una nunca sabe. Yep. That shit. Like, but how old were you? I was young. Uh, I had to be. Like this is through kindergarten through uh, fifth grade, so it had to be when I was like. Six, seven to like up until maybe ten or eleven. Oh, uh, so you didn't know who you were yet? Oh no, you didn't know like you were still. <laughs> I still was. <laughs> I hate. I still kids. wasn't conscious. Yeah. Yeah, they don't because they don't have no mind yet. Uh, yeah, it wasn't until middle school where I was like. <gasps> but do you think freedom? They, do you think <laughs> quote unquote freedom? Yeah. Do you think kids have brains? Do you think so? I think. Yeah, we just can't remember. I, it. I feel like um, we need to treat children as people because a lot of people. When I say that, I mean I'm not, I don't mean like. They can make their own decisions. I mean that you're not. they can't. I mean that <laughs> I put it in a way where it's like you're respecting the children, mm-hmm. right? Like, cause they, cause at, me as a child, I definitely understood when somebody was talking down to me, mm-hmm. when somebody was condescending to me, and I remember that. And I, I try to make sure that I don't do that to like children now, cause they they pick up on stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like they're very resilient children, but they're also very sensitive and they're very impressionable. Mm-hmm. So we have to be careful how we how we treat children. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Cause that shit is crazy, but ca- kind of like a, a good example is like, you know how, pe- uh, especially with the like young girls, mm-hmm. how like when we're all like in a family reunion and you don't want to hug certain family members, but like they, you're forced to, exactly. or like you're forced to like put on a smile when you don't need to. I feel like we don't need to do that. We need to like let's stop that right re- now. We need to like resp- understand children's emotional needs. Mm-hmm. You know. Let's still force them to say hi to people that they don't recognize. You're still going to say hi politeness, to this random yeah, person. Yeah, teaching them politeness, but like... But not like hug uncle. Yeah. Hug auntie from whomever the fuck's out of family. Because mm-hmm. one thing we don't talk about is that like we... 
when I was 19 and I was like starting to look like a person because mm-hmm. you know like when you're in middle when you're in middle school and high school you look like a little chicken nugget yeah. and then <laughs> so, somehow yeah. you become a person uh-huh. it was like it goes chicken nugget person and like I would go to church and like this lady she was like like somebody was introducing me she's like yeah mm-hmm. he was a uh, he is getting big mm-hmm. I ain't seen you in a long time she was like, like rubbing my shoulder yeah. I was like girl don't get the but off of me, we're in church. I'm like, why are you doing this? That's so weird. So, let's not normalize children being touched by people. Don't. Because I Give, feel like that's like the first step of grooming, too. Our autonomy. <laughs> Give me my autonomy. Yeah, autonomy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's teach children autonomy. Well, we started making a list. Number one, teach children autonomy. How do we avoid child trauma? Okay. So, any teacher stories? Any, like, you told a teacher story already? Um, oh, you this podcast. <laughs> no, that was pretty much it. I mean, that was no, no, no. I, I get what you mean. Um, a specific teacher story. Um, besides the that one, um, I don't know if it's like a specific instance, but I remember my first year, like kindergarten, kindergarten was very traumatizing for me. Like I was getting used to a lot of things and like doing things that I wasn't supposed to because I didn't know any better and like just like everything bad, like clashing together because I just didn't know any better. And like a lot of the the teachers wouldn't have patience with me. So like um, whenever... Let's say I think I remember, I remember this one. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Trying to remember. This is like a blocked. No, it's when you said teachers don't have patience with me. <laughs> teachers did not. Did not. Kathy, sit the fuck me. down. Because <laughs> I remember the first first uh, day of <laughs> kindergarten, I like stood up on a table, <laughs> and I didn't even know I wasn't supposed to do that. I would just like, just like, I don't know. I guess I was trying to like look for a teacher. I remember I was trying to look for something, and as soon as I stood up, like somebody was like, "Sit down!" Or, like, get down. And I remember thinking, why are you yelling? Like, why? You could have just told me to get down. I would have gone down. Bitch. Yeah, like, people would just lose their temper, like, really quick instead of just telling me get down. to not do it. I remember that would happen a lot, like, where people would go straight to, like, yelling at me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would think, you could you could have just you told me just... that. But I could never, I never, I had a hard time communicating, so I would never tell them that. Mm-hmm. But I remember that would, that would happen a lot, where people would, like, yell at me. And, like, I would wonder why. Or, like, I'd be like, damn, you didn't need to like do all that like mm-hmm. and that would happen like not just in school but like in places where um like i would go to the library for tutoring mm-hmm. and um stuff like that would happen too where it was just like small things where it's just like oh you could you could have had and i understand patience is a virtue but like so that adhd would whoop your ass i i've never been diagnosed with the adhd but i, I probably maybe have it maybe Cause listen, that ADHD in class used to be whooping my ass. Yeah, I believe the it. The teacher be talking, I'd be like, "What do you think my dog is doing?" Right now? <laughs> my brother I has if it. She's walking around. Uh-huh. It's really bad. Like when I was like, if I was staying home from school and I was sick, I would like plan my day as if I was in school. So I would wake up at the same time. I would eat breakfast at the same time, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, now it's two thirty. I would be in second period." So I would do like second period shit. Like I would be drawing or something. Cause I, Fuck second period, and then like I would like watch science shows for second period, mm-hmm. and it was just it was just weird. Like that fucking oh yeah routines that, are that, that very ru- important that school routine shit. It's like indoctrination, bro. It's just scary because mm-hmm. you take it to heart, and if you don't follow it, you feel bad. Like you degrade yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's so scary, and it's like, what are we really setting our children up to do? You conformity know? conformity yep. get up i feel like now that i'm adult that fucking remember that episode of spongebob where, where patrick went to um not patrick when squidward went to that squidward town <laughs> yeah when squidward went he to that squidward the same town? thing every day and it was nice at first but then he got fucking he hated it he hated it yeah that shit was scary that's how i feel in life right now it's just it's like ride my bike to the fucking store and get me some a quarter life crisis not a quarter life crisis. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, man. Damn. It's like fuck. But um my memory is shit, so I don't have any um what teacher traumatized me the most? 
Um, mostly all my math teachers, all my math teachers were just digs. All of them. They were all just digs. Um, there was this one teacher who just hated her life. This lady just hated her life. I believe it. She, and it, it, like, it was very apparent that she hated her life because she would make us hate our lives. You know what I mean? She would just come to class and like, she wouldn't teach us anything. She would give us a packet. She would just chill Oh, that's day. horrible. Well, it could be good, but also horrible. Because it's just like, if you're like smart enough, you just do it and then you fuck around the rest of the class. But I mean, you're not being enriched or you're like, you're not being taught anything. So it's exactly. bad, yeah. And she would like sit and gossip with the, um, with the, the girls. Mm-hmm. You know, like the like the girls in her class, mm-hmm. she would just sit there and go. I'm like, these girls are 15 years old. Like you're you're 30, bitch. You're 30. You're 30. Yeah, man. Gossiping about whose boyfriends with who. Like what? Why are you doing that? Like I understand like wanting to connect with the kids and wanting to like to be like a be a part of the support system, but bitch, this is weird. You're a grown ass woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or I had. There's no specific stories. I'm, I'm pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> so my brain is on bullshit right now. I get you. That shit kills. Especially brain cells. like, what was your earliest memory? My earliest memory. When did you think you started being conscious? Okay. For me, I would say maybe eight. I remember all my trauma. Actually, six. I remember all my trauma. Mm-hmm. I remember one time, my sister pissed me off. I had to be like three. She pissed me off, and she said, "I'm." So, she was just screaming at me, and I picked up like, <laughs> I picked up a bicycle, like <laughs> my trainer wheels off my bicycle, because that day I was taking off my tra- my trainer wheels so I can ride my bike. Okay. I took up the trainer wheel, like the wheel itself. And you know, like trainer wheels aren't regular tires; they're that fucking like plastic material. Yeah, just for support, just to exactly, keep you, yeah. just to keep you up, right? So my sister was like screaming at me, and she's six years older than me. So if I was three, she had to be nine. Okay. She was just screaming at me, and I picked it up and I held it back, and I was like, "I'm gonna hit you in your face if you don't stop yelling at me." She said, <laughs> "You ain't gonna do nothing." <laughs> <laughs> Clocked her ass, <laughs> and she started screaming, and I was like, mm-hmm. "What the fuck?" And then That's like what having a sibling's like. <laughs> And she's like, Mom, Jordan hit me with that bicycle tire. <laughs> what? I got my ass towed up. Mm-hmm. My ass was towed up. And, like, situations like that are, like, shit like that replacing my life today. Like, I'll be attacked by someone. I'll retaliate. And then I take the hurt for it. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. She... She shouldn't have been yelling at me. What the fuck? She yelled at me. I was defending myself. <laughs> Bitch, you said me worse than me. Now I'm going to fuck your eye up with this fucking tire. So, I wasn't wrong. I wasn't. She chose violence. So, it wasn't wrong. I know, but she yeah, yeah I get you. Yeah, getting to the root of like talking things out and like seeing why people did something is, I feel like, is important that hasn't been. Because I know when we were children, it went straight to. Beat your ass. Discipline. Yeah. Now it's like nothing. They don't kids do these days. They have no fucking discipline. They just. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I guess not. Their parents don't beat them no more. They just like nothing. What do they do? Cause nobody gets yelled at no more. They do get yelled at. That's it. I guess it just depends on the family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's another traumatic story from a teacher? I don't have a lot. You know what? Fuck Miss Gat. Let me not say her name. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know she's I don't know alive. if you know how to bleep things in your podcast. But no, I don't bleep shit. I just delete it. <laughs> I, my second grade teacher was such a mean ass lady. She was so mean. Like, I remember as a little kid. Oops, sorry. Hold on. Pause. <laughs> you know this I, is a lie. It's all just one thing. I know. No, it's two. There's yeah, two in there. One that changes. It goes on the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Make us feel good about recycling. Yeah, it's it's all bullshit. <laughs> we gotta do an episode about recycling too. Yeah, you. Oh wait, to you're w- going to or you have? We have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing's real anymore. If like, you let me know, I can do my research research before. I know. Ahead that's of right. time. You need your own podcast, Kathy. 
You think so? Yeah. Like a research podcast? That's what you think about? I'd need a good partner for it. Because mm. I feel like a podcast with just one person... I, I don't think I follow any podcast with just one person. Mm -hmm. There's always like a person and a co-host. Mm -hmm. So maybe. I mean, that's why I was doing the blog for a while. So as my creative outlet. I can mm -hmm. speak. But a podcast, where like a research podcast, that'd be interesting. You should do that. <laughs> you ever listen to uh, Stuff You Should Know? You should listen to them. I know of the podcast. I've never listened to it. Oh, so good. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's bad too. Because like, I'll be talking to them. <laughs> Ooh, that's when it's really engaging, though. That's good. Uh, okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Maybe not good for you, but it's good for... <laughs> it means they're doing a good for job ratings. creating content. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm losing my mind slowly, but surely. Like, we should pay teachers more. We should make their lives easier because they make our they make our lives happen, you know? Um, I don't want to just shit on the bad teachers. I want to shout out to my great teachers. Uh, Miss Ford, from when I was in fourth grade, she taught mm -hmm. me how to write. Like, and she would, she taught us how to, like, take the chains off our minds when we write. She said, write down any and everything. And I don't know if she's still alive. That's the scariest part about, like, having teachers that were so old back then. Because mm -hmm. I don't know how old she was. Because I was in fourth grade. So I was nine years old. And I don't really, yeah. I don't know what age she looked. Because, like, everybody looks old back then. Yes. Your, my mom was 20. You had no concept of, like... Yeah, exactly. Like, 20 was old. It, right. Exactly. Everything's old. Like, now I'm looking like, oh, 50? That's shit. That's a great age. They lit right That's now. That's yeah. They still throwing cat. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Coochie is still like being half, passed they're around. They're halfway through, yeah. <laughs> they're still out here, like, dealing Coochie. Like, ain't nothing different. Like, they, they out here doing a thing. Like, That's I don't know aged. how old she was. Okay. I have no clue. So, I hope she's still alive. I wanted to talk to her one But day. she taught you how to write? And she, she was supportive? She taught us, like, we would write stories together as a class. We would mm -hmm. write, like, because um, remember fourth grade is when we had um, the FCAT, the writing FCAT. Okay. So we would write um, our prompts together as a class, right? So she would write everything that we said on the board. And if you, sp if you spit out a great idea, she would write on the board for you and say, okay, this is a part of our story now. And she just taught us to think beyond what made sense to our minds. Okay. She said, even though you said... Because um, we did this one story about, um, um, was it you meet us? It wasn't you meet a celebrity. A day you remember, a day you will never forget. Mm -hmm. So some kids are talking about when their mom took them to the movies, a day when uh, their dad took them to a barbecue. But we wrote about when Jackie Chan um, saved me from a kidnapping. <laughs> but Jackie Chan didn't save us. My mom saved me. So Jackie Chan was there, but my mom was actually the one that saved me. Jackie Chan was oh, just helping her. Oh, I see her. what you mean. Okay, so like thinking creatively. Is exactly. What you mean? Okay. So it was like that's very blue. That's concerning. Yeah. That that's, that's artificial. <laughs> blue thirty six. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. We're drinking these seagrams, y'all. Oh my yeah, god. We're Spinning in circles. <laughs> There's so much in here. It's crazy. Uh -huh. Like you pour and you're like, okay, that's enough. And then it's like, feel how much is in there. You're like a quarter left. It's ridiculous. Okay. That says sounds good. Okay, but it's like, so I spit idea. Like, what if our mom, like, started using, like, utility utilities to like to fight off the uh, the kidnappers mm -hmm. what if our mom is like using um a broom to fight them off what if our mom's using like um you know the fucking uh there's not the surge box what's that box inside your house when the lights go off you have to turn it back on um oh, damn i hear it all the time in movies power box no that little box in your house isn't it the surge no the um it's that little box switcher the is switcher switch box? switch is something with switch yes there it is. are switches in it yes breaker box the switch box the breaker breaker. breaker box okay the breaker the break yeah okay. the circuit breaker it's called circuit. the circuit breaker yes. god damn captain <laughs> we need a pocket <laughs> the circuit breaker so i was like what if we ripped the wires out of there and she started using his whips like catwoman 
And this lady, instead of saying, that's a crazy idea, we're not going to do that. She would say, okay, and write it on the board for me. And then, like, our ideas would just, like, come together. So we would use. That's a good one. Making you not feel invalidated. Exactly. Or, like, building on the, yeah. Building on the ideas of the children. That's very important. I feel like making your student feel valid is very important. Because that's what making your students feel invalid is what makes us not want to ask questions. Exactly. Makes us not want to engage. And that's, like, what they're always, like, telling us. It's like, ask questions, ask questions, ask questions. But you got to make an environment to where we feel safe asking questions. Because that's the key. Because children are afraid of everything. Mm -hmm. As a kid, I was scared of everything. My anxiety was so bad as a kid. And now it's... I have the premium package of anxiety. Like, when... I don't know what the hell I signed up in the womb. What anxiety (laughs) package I I clicked yes on. But this shit is premium. Like, the 4K package. Like, the upgrades every three months. The the tech support and everything. Like, all the shit. Warranty included. (laughs) The gap of stress on my anxiety, like, the full package. I got everything on my anxiety package. And as a kid, I wish, like, that some teachers were just nicer. I know they talk about American system, like, we're too soft on our kids. But I don't think that we're too soft on them. I think we don't give them enough support, and we just pass them along to the next abuse, you know? Mm-hmm. We're just like, oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to abuse you, system. but I don't want to help you. Keep them in the system. Right. Yeah. I don't want to be your savior, but I also don't want to add more to your problems. So just go into the next grade. And I'm just going to leave you confused. You know what I mean? Yeah, like hurt people hurt people. And if the system isn't treating the, the teacher right, it's like it's hard for them to treat the student right. Exactly. And then we grow up. Same. And pass along. Bitter as fuck, just like them. We pass along the evil. That's what Trauma I call cycle. it. Trauma cycle. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Mm-hmm. I just want to slap the shit out of all the teachers. I mm-hmm. feel like if I just go to school one day and just slap the shit out of a teacher, I think everything would be better. <laughs> just knock the... <laughs> you know what, Jordan? You would be great. You would be great on TikTok. I know, like, you can't... You don't have the means right now to, like, have, like... To be recording it while you're doing, like... While you, to have video and audio. Mm-hmm. Like, if you had... If you ever have video one day, which hopefully you do, mm-hmm. you keep on keeping this. Thank that's you. the key. Feel like your clips would do well on TikTok. Like, I people really do. put 15 second clips up there, and they do like a lot of them do like fabulous. You get a you get a good chunk of people looking at your stuff through that. Well, Vine was incredible. <laughs> Vine was six seconds, and then they moved it to ten seconds, and it was just like, how the fuck did you make me cry laughing for three days off of six seconds? That's yeah. talent. I'm going to admit, though, I never had the actual app. I would look at Vine compilations on YouTube. Because I remember with the app, it was just really chaotic to navigate. It was bad. So I didn't go on the app. I had the app. I just didn't go on it too much. But And, like, word of mouth, it's like, I know what TikTok. I'm sorry. I know what Vine you're talking about Mm -hmm. through, like, word of mouth and just, like, a good Vine is still repeated now. So I found all my Vines on Tumblr. Rest in peace of Tumblr, though. Yeah. That's, like, the desolate land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever since I took the porn off, it was way before the porn. It was way. I guess yeah. I guess you're porn. right. Yeah. It was the bots. The bots were just so bad. I was never really on Tumblr, so I don't really? know. I was never blogging stuff. <laughs> like yeah. It was the bots. So like in 2013, like not 2013, like 2015, the site was overrun with bot accounts. Mm-hmm. That would just duplicate themselves over and over and over. And it would, I had, like, 14,000 followers when I got off of Tumblr. Mm-hmm. And they most of them were bots. Mm-hmm. Because I only follow back the people I, that followed me. Mm-hmm. Because Tumblr wasn't like a... It's not like Instagram where, like, your follow count matters. It was, like, your own personal... Yeah, over there it's, like, notes, right? You yeah. You get a lot of notes on something. Your own personal scream space. So, yeah. like, everybody wasn't going to be on your Tumblr. You didn't want everybody on your Tumblr. Hmm. So it was just like a, your own little screen place. A blog, yeah. It, it was a literally a blog. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, and it was just, like, 14,000 followers. And I'm still getting follow notifications to this day. And I haven't posted in four years. To, I still get the emails. <laughs> Hot blonde mom, follow me. <laughs> Those fucking bots, man. They're so irritating. Hey, you want to see me perform sexily? Hey, big guy. (laughs) (laughs) 
if there's one thing me and Kathy gonna do is get off topic. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> I'm sorry. But how much? How long have we been going? Thirty-three minutes. Okay, let's cut this short. For the rest of the podcast, I'm gonna find everybody that's gonna um. Let me explain. Do not feed the wildlife. Bullshit. I'm gonna feed them fucking squirrels. <laughs> I'm gonna feed them motherfucking squirrels. I cannot wait to feed the motherfucking squirrels. It must be so fun being old. They are so. You have to watch the video though. I'm gonna find it for you. I watched all of them. It's called. Um, this shit just killed the fuck out of me. Team Snatch sent me a message. I love them. They're so nice. <laughs> yeah. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Bitch, leave me alone. <laughs> That's the only person that really thinks about me is Team Snapchat. <laughs> like, damn. Fuck everybody else. So, for the rest of the podcast, do you have any, you know anybody that want to share their stories? Because mm. I want to broaden the audience just to not just. <laughs> <laughs> I want to broaden the audience to just my friends. You have any friends? I'll ask, the, I'll ask the crew. But, uh, yeah, I'll ask my crew. See what's up. I'll ask around if I if I think someone's like has interesting stories, I'll ask them. No, ask everybody. Okay. Ask can do that. everybody. Okay. And then if they they want to, I can just give them a phone call and just put the the phone up to the microphone. Okay. Because I don't do like in person interviews no more. So much fucking work. I understand. Alrighty. So for the rest of the podcast, I'm gonna find people that have stories to share about their fucking teacher trauma. And hopefully, um, we can release ourselves from that. Because that's some shit, bro. Oh, my God. That shit hurts. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck a broken heart. You ever had a teacher bring a paper like this? <laughs> you ever seen that oh, shit? No. You ever had a teacher yep. pat you on the back during the test? Oh, no. No, that's never happened to me. You ever had a teacher put the paper on your desk and say, see me at the class? <sighs> Listen. That's a different type of hurt. Like the. Yes, it is. Teacher put the little paper on your um the the permission slip to stay at the school for tutoring on your desk. But y'all enjoy. Y'all take it away. Now Go ahead and let the people know where they can find you. If any questions you Instagram at Mel Tookum with two underscores between Took and M E M. That's really it. I know that's right. And if y'all don't know, Mel is the motherfucking photographer. She <laughs> is the photographer. And there's a lot of them out here. There's a lot of them Broward. But she is the photographer. No, it's actually just me. I bought them all out. <laughs> <laughs> Not a monopoly. Oh my goodness! Now I gotta call Congress. All right. So Mel, we're telling our stories about the best and worst things a teachers ever said to you. So for me, I said the best thing a teacher ever t- said to me was my um, my art teacher. Remember in like elementary school, we didn't have um, electives. We had specials yeah you have one special like a week yeah i really miss going to specials so um our art teacher i got really frustrated um like creating a piece i I forgot what the task was i think it was make a gingerbread man it wasn't very simple but because i was an anxiety ridden child (laughs) because my anxiety was so goddamn bad i messed up on my um my gingerbread man and I, I started to freak out. She came up to me. She held him like she rubbed my back. She said, listen, keep pushing forward. Don't ever give up on yourself. Don't get frustrated and never get angry. Just keep going. And when I tell you, nobody has ever talked to me like that in my life. The compassion that was in that woman's voice. Yeah. The positivity that she used to just give to us was like, it was incredible. And two years later, she passed away. 
and uh, oh, at, no. my, at my old school at my elementary school they have like a um, a wall dedicated to her mm-hmm. because she was the first she was the first art teacher at that school and she stayed for a really really long time and then but I remember she she always used to cough she had this really really bad cough <laughs> she had a really bad cough and I always noticed it and she would try to like conceal it sometimes crazy thing is though our next teacher had the same cough the exact same cough but we're not talking about my trauma Mel we're talking about your trauma what was the best (laughs) or worst thing a teacher's ever said to you uh a lot of worse we kind of had opposite schooling experiences there I guess I guess it all probably went downhill third grade I had a teacher call her Miss P and it started off weird. I don't know why she was so against me. I found out years later that she was pregnant during my year. So I chalk it up to that. And I was I moved into that school a few weeks into the school year. Mm-hmm. So I figured yeah, I was just the odd man out, you know. But she really fucked up my schooling career. I was the child left behind. <laughs> um, I would walk into class. She would Come on, George Bush. And be like, I don't like you. And I'd have to go, Miss P, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, she used to do backpack checks. And I have ADHD, probably autistic. Like, I just, I'm not an organized <laughs> person. I never was. So I would just kind of put papers in my backpack, not in a folder. I know, me too. Would, yeah, no, it's I like when they good. be crinkled up. I like, I like how they feel. That's why I used to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I a just psychopath. move too quick. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But she used to take my backpack into the back of the room and empty it out, like inside out, and make me pick it up and put it all back together while the rest of the class was doing work. She used to kick me out during math, specifically math. Like I, I can't do math. I don't know how to divide. We're being real. I'm 22 years old. <laughs> I do not know how to fucking divide. Girl, what the hell? Ask me with seven times sixes. I have no fucking idea. I think because anytime I ask the teacher, they'd be like, "Ah, that's something you should have learned in third grade. No, that's something you should have learned in fourth grade, and so on and so on." And no one wanted to sit down and be like, "Hey, do you not know how to do this?" So I, I was the child left behind. They just kept pushing me forward when in reality I should not have been. <laughs> that, happened, that was that was pretty continuous throughout my my schooling career. I gave up pretty quickly, and I wasn't a bad kid. Like I was never disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I never talked while the teacher was doing their thing. I never caused issues. I just didn't do the work. Yeah, was, that's I the vibe. If I already knew what was being taught, or I I felt this was stupid, I just didn't do it. I felt that though, because I was the type of kid that would never do the homework and have an F in the class, and in the first test, boom, I have a hundred. Like I was yeah, that I was kid. The same way, except I do the homework, but then there's the anxiety. I never turned it in, which Aww. is real backwards and stupid, right? I would do it. I would spend hours doing it, but I was like, no, this is all wrong. Why am I going to turn it in for them to tell me it's wrong? I know it's wrong, so I just took the zero. Hmm. And, and that's the thing, teachers. Teachers, I don't think teachers understand the power that they have. I don't think they understand. I feel like if teachers understood how much their words and their compassion and their their drive for their students, how that makes us feel, because, and I think we got the game fucked up too as students. We have to remember that there's one hundred of us. And that's one of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I was never... Even if I felt the lesson was stupid, I always gave them the respect. You do what you gotta do. I know you gotta deal with a hundred other badass kids. I'm not gonna make it a hundred and one. Exactly. Exactly. I respect what they do. They're definitely one that shouldn't be doing it. I think they go into it for the power trip. Yeah, I, I, I do believe that too. It's like nurses and cops. Nurses, cops, and teachers. An ego. But I, I definitely think they're 
there are more good teachers than there are bad. I give them a lot of the benefit of the doubt. They're underpaid. These kids are bad as fuck. They have no respect. I was but one they of the kids. Should I was one pay more attention. I was definitely a bad kid. I wasn't bad. I wasn't a bad kid. I'm not gonna say I was a bad kid. But listen, I used to like. I like getting laid. <laughs> to this day, I like getting laid. And I, you think I'm about to be in a classroom? <laughs> you think I'm about to be in this classroom for 90 minutes and not have a good ass time, bitch? You got me fucked up. You got me I would just up. sleep everywhere at, I slept. At school? Yeah, absolutely every class. Really? Every class. Because there was nothing else for me to do. I was. You just unlocked a really real. On learning outside. You unlocked a memory just now. I remember like every time I used to fall, in, fall asleep in school, I would have like the fall off the building dreams. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You what? Mm-hmm. In the middle of class? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I was lucky in the sense that when I fell asleep in class, I was out cold. Nothing woke me up until the bell, and even sometimes the teachers would have to be like, "All right, you gotta get." Get your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, Mel. Last thing. What is the best thing a teacher's ever said to you? It wasn't anything specific, but I had a really bad speech impediment growing up. Mm-hmm. I couldn't say my S's, my R's, or my Z's to the point where no one could understand me. And I had a speech speech therapist in my elementary school, uh, Flamingo Elementary, Miss Miss Ensign, I believe it was. No, Miss Ingleson. And she was this old, stereotypical New York lady who loved the Jets, loved Einstein. And I'm an old, stereotypical lady. I love the Jets. I love Einstein. And she really took her time to make sure that I understood the formations of my mouth the way that my tongue should be. And as someone who couldn't speak to anyone because they couldn't understand me, her slowing down and making sure that I got every letter, every syllable out the right way Mm -hmm. so later on I could communicate, I think to her every day. Anytime I say an R and I know, I think really hard Mm -hmm. on the way my tongue should be, I think of her instantly. She was so nice. Just the small victories. That's the things that mm-hmm. we really don't understand. And what's crazy about some teachers is that what the, what you're teaching isn't the gift that you're giving sometimes, you know? Yeah. Because, like, if I... W- I feel like if I never was in band, I would have never had the life I have today, you know? Oh, absolutely. And if I never joined drama club in high school as a joke, I don't think I would ever be where I am today. I don't think I would be as bold. And, like, those teachers really, they really help turn me into a person, you know? They Mm -hmm. hone skills that, like, other people would neglect. Like, being able to perform. I owe a lot to Charles. I almost didn't join band, fun fact. Really? I didn't want to wear the stupid hard hats. I said it, I was like, I'm not wearing the stupid hats. Like, I just won't do it. I didn't join band until, like, two into the school year, and that's how I got stuck on pit my freshman year. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad, I'm glad someone talked me into it. Because the people I met on that drama, like you, Van Daryl, Brittany, may she rest, uh, Gertie, all very vital to who I am today. Sometimes, listen, we got teachers all around us. Yeah, oh mm-hmm. my goodness, we got teachers all around us. And it's like you never know what lesson you're gonna teach somebody. Mm-hmm. You like you you'll never know what you mean to somebody. You know, like the way somebody says your name, like the way that'll light up in somebody's head. Because if anybody says my name around my friends. I know they think like, oh, here you go. Let's get lit, y'all. You know what I mean? So when you hear a teacher's, when I hear a teacher's name, and if anybody's ever said my name, you know, I hope something positive comes to your heart when you say my name. Like, that's some teacher's names that I can say right now, and somebody be like, man, fuck them. <laughs> you know what? 
I mean, I lied a little bit. I was in a great kid. Once I hit middle school, I was a little bad. Never in class. We just did stupid things to, like, annoy people. Mm -hmm. And I went back while I was in high school. I went back to go visit the band teacher because he needed help. And it was during that point where you needed to go to a, go to the lower schools and help them prepare. Mm -hmm. And I went and we were having this uh, assembly in the cafeteria. And I walk in just to see what's going on. And they're telling this story on what not to do. And they were talking about how <laughs> these kids threw their backpacks back and forth and then when the teacher took it said she ate it and gave more examples of, of things that these bad kids do and I'm sitting here and I'm listening and I'm looking around and I'm like oh shit these are my stories I did this he's talking about me <laughs> like fuck I'm, I'm the cautionary tale <laughs> so if you've got siblings that go to their middle school their assembly is about me and my friends. You're welcome. Now they know what not to do. <laughs> I know that's right. We're so going down in history. Hear my name. It's probably not ideal. LOL. Mamel, thank you so much for joining me. On the Peace Mamel. No problem. Thank you for having me. Y'all get at Mel for some good good old shoes. Mel don't need a shoe because um you know I have my locks now, Mel. So yes, we'll do another one. We have to get a um a locks introductory photo shoot. Is that what I can call it? Yeah, you can call it whatever you want. You're in charge. Oh no! Alright, Mel. Today I implore you. Get out there and do some healing work. Forgive these teachers, these power trip teachers, the teachers you feel like treated you unfairly. Start doing some healing work and let go of that trauma. We never realize until it's too late how trauma manifests in our lives. You never know what effect a person has on you until you're put in a situation where you act unlike yourself. So today, I, it would behoove you to forgive these people forgive them of their transgressions and in the same breath think about all the people you have unknowingly hurt and forgive yourself in the same way you would forgive somebody else we all do weird things in life to make ourselves feel better and that does include making children feel stupid some of us love watching the world burn but as long as you have the will and the drive to not become one of these people we can live prosperously in this world until the next time we convene Peace and blessings.